Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to Connection Show. We missed you. <laughs> Good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for join us, joining us on Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. And you are welcome to connect with us anytime, whether we're live or not, on ConnectionShow.org. Um, and make sure and let us know where you're listening from. We're always curious to hear where you're coming from. If you have any prayer requests or comments, things you'd like to hear more about, just connect with us and help us to connect with you more. Amen. Amen. That, Amen. Um, so I always wanted to do, like, go right here. So we're going to see if our video editor guy can put <laughs> connectionshow.org right there. And... <laughs> And, now, <laughs> and, and then over there. And that's what I want to do all I'm the time. sorry. I wouldn't have done that to you. <laughs> now he's going, ugh. Yeah, I know. Hey, Don. We love you. <laughs> We're praying for you because you're working with us. And if you work with us, you need prayer, right? And nobody, <laughs> hey, everybody behind the camera just shook their head. Yes. But, uh, we man, keep we're, life entertaining. we're having a good time, and we try to keep connection uh, very real and genuine. And I just, I like it being that way, and I think that it relates better. But uh, today we're continuing on with the gift of righteousness. This is the gift of righteousness part two. And kind of want to pick up where we left off last week. And if you didn't join that, I'd highly recommend you go back and watch yeah. the gift of righteousness part one I think that's episode 25 yeah. and um, anyway it'll say gift of righteousness part one but basically what we talked about um, and there's a lot more than just this but to give you enough to move on into it is we can either operate in self-righteousness or we can operate in the gift of righteousness uh, Self-righteousness is when we uh, see a list to do what's wrong, what's right, and we try to check the box. Uh, the gift of righteousness is just that. It is a gift. And in that gift, uh, we continue to just receive by faith the righteousness of Christ. In other words, our righteousness is never going to match Christ's That's righteousness right. because I've already sinned. Even if I, from this point forward, never sinned again, I would still fall short of what Jesus did. So if I was going to stand in front of God, which one would I rather have on? Which righteousness? And it's absolutely oh, the righteousness of Christ who did not sin. Yeah. So we want to operate in that gift of righteousness all the time. Well, here's the thing. If you operate in self-righteousness, one of the scriptures that we're going to look at is, if you, write, if you operate in the gift of self-righteousness, then what you end up doing is you've got to hold up every piece. In other words, every, uh, say, ball of righteousness You've got to juggle all of them. Yeah. You've got to keep all of those uh, self-righteous balls in the air and juggle all of them. If you drop one of them, you're guilty of dropping them all. Yeah. And I think that's a good picture. But yeah. and, and we just, ha it says, the word says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we've already missed that. And as soon as we miss one, we're guilty of all. So what that does is it puts us in a place where we are actually operating disconnected from God. Mm -hmm. And when we go to pray about something, when we go to believe God for something, it doesn't work. And uh, so let, let's just go back to this. Uh, there's the scripture in Romans chapter 5, and let's start there. 
And I just want to read a few scriptures on, on righteousness. So Romans chapter 5, verse 17. It says, do you want to read that? Yeah. It says, For if by the transgression of the one death reigned through the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Okay, so what it shows us here is that when we move in faith, we receive an abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Right. And when we receive, and let me put it this way, when we receive and operate by the gift, not by self-righteousness, but by the gift, we will reign in life. Okay? That's what it says. It says, the, the ones who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Amen. Will reign in life through Christ. How many of you feel like, man, I have not been reigning in life. I've not been really ruling as a king in this life at all. If you've ever felt that way, it almost assuredly is probably tied back to you're trying to operate by self-righteousness instead of the gift of righteousness. Right. And what do you do with a gift? Can you, can you pay uh, for a gift? You know, you had some stuff that you were telling me about that. Just that we've got to receive a gift. You don't buy your gift. You receive a gift because somebody loved you. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, what I was saying was, you know, if Brian were to buy me a gift and then I tried to pay you for it, that would hurt your feelings. Right. Because I'm robbing you of the blessing of giving that gift. Yes. You know, but then it's like if we try to live tit for tat and, well, Brian bought me a gift, so now I've got to buy him a gift. And then yeah. it, you know, nobody enjoys that because suddenly it's like, it's yeah. it's work, it's a job. It's well, I got to do this because you did that, and it takes the blessing away from it's both of us. Righteousness. It's just yeah. a free gift. You just have to readily receive yeah. it, and don't try to pay for it because not only are you robbing yourself of the blessing, but you're robbing God of being able to bless you. Yes. Yeah. And we we've got to understand that this is a gift. Yeah. All, this is, if I can get the one thing across today, is that with a gift, you just receive it. And when, yeah. But when you receive this gift, man, does it become, does it come to you power packed? But if we try to operate by self-righteousness, like I do good because he told me to. I do, I do this because this. I know this is the right column. This is the wrong column. I don't want to be in the wrong column. I want to be in the right column. And I do it just to check a box, not as a receiving of a gift. I'm operating in self-righteousness. And all, it doesn't mean that I'm doing the wrong thing. It means I'm doing the wrong, I'm doing the right thing for the wrong reason. Right. That this is the key. I don't want you can have two people whose actions are basically the same, but their heart is keyed differently. Yes. One is doing it just to check a box and because somebody told me that this was right or wrong, and the other one is doing it because I love God. 
So in other words, the gift of righteousness is God's gift and his love poured out on you. And you're doing wrong or right is me loving back on God. And so when I truly believe by faith and receive that gift, I don't just give back because he gave me something only. It's, it doesn't get in that back and right, forth. Right. I give because at this point I have received love. I can now love him in return. And love does what God says is important, yeah. not because I'm trying to check a box. Well, when you make this your reason for living because I love God, if that becomes your why, if that becomes your purpose, everything in life changes. You start looking at everything differently. Right. And what you start operating in is the royal law of love, as the word puts it. And you are now not operating in self-righteousness, but you're allowing the gift of righteousness to do what it was designed to do. It all comes back to your heart. Yep. Why am I doing the things that I do? So many, how many times have we seen people that constantly try to do the right thing because they want something in their life? I'll go to church because I need a job. And as soon as they get the job, that reason for going to church goes away. They stop going, going to church. Mm -hmm. And what that episode, uh, ep what that shows, <laughs> we'll say it like that. What that demonstrates is that their why was off base the whole time. They were trying to do the right thing so that they could get something. That's self-righteousness. Yeah. And God will repay that in because whatsoever man sows, that shall he also reaps. But wouldn't it be better if you were able to receive all that God has for you, yeah. all the time that God has for you, because you weren't operating in self-righteousness it wasn't based off of what you did or didn't do. It was based off of what Jesus did or That's didn't right. do. That's the difference between righteousness and self-righteousness. And a lot of times people immediately go to this. Uh, let, let's turn over to uh, Hebrews chapter 10, I believe it is. Got another piece of paper here blocking my... Hebrews chapter 10, and I believe it's, uh, yeah, verse 14. It says this. A lot of times what people will do is they will say, well, God, if, if you don't tell people what to do, what's wrong or right, then they'll just go do whatever they want to do. Well, the problem with that thinking is that when you, people already are doing everything they want to. We've been trying to tell them what to do for years and years and look at the world right now. So experience tells us that, that even that theology is all based just by what we see around right. us. But here's the other thing. Here, here's the problem. When you just get them to do what's right or wrong because it's right or wrong, you are moving them into self-righteousness. This is what self-righteousness. This is what's wrong with religion is because they don't have people doing things because they love God. They have them doing them because they want them to operate in right or wrong mm -hmm. area. They're just checking a box. They're doing it, um, trying to think of the word, but they're not doing it for love. They're just, they're just doing it out of obligation. They're making a, a sacrifice, yeah. so to speak. Well, Jesus took away uh, our need for daily sacrifice. He said obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience is simply a move of love that says, I I'm, I'm, will be obedient because I love you. That's part of the reason why obedience is better than sacrifice. 
So if we can get them operating in the gift of righteousness instead of self-righteousness, now they step into the power of God and God becomes very real to them. But a lot of people are fearful that if you move outside of self-righteousness and say, you know, you're righteous not because of what you did, you're righteous because of what Jesus did, well, you're just giving them a license to sin. I heard uh, Creflo Dollar say one day, he said, you, you were sinning all by yourself without a without license. A license. Yeah. <laughs> you were sinning just fine without it. And that's, that's true. I, we see people do that. Yep. In Hebrews 10:14, it says this, and just think about this. Listen, for by one offering, by one offering, Jesus, he has perfected for all time those who are sanctified. Yeah. In other words, by one offering, he sanctified, made them righteous, justified them for sins past, present, and future. By one offering for all time. Yeah. One offering for all time. One offering <laughs> for all time. You know, all of your sins were paid for in one offering. And so we need to get that in our head and start realizing, I'm righteous. You are righteous. If you know Christ, you are righteous. And if you don't know him, you can be seen as righteous in the eyes of God right now yeah. by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Yeah. You can walk in righteousness. In um, Let's go to uh, 2 Corinthians and chapter 5 and verse uh, around... Uh, verse 21, but right before that, it talks about if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creature. Uh, the old things are passed away. Behold, new things have come. And then he says in verse 18 and 19, Now all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself. That means he made us right with him. He reconciled us. He made us right to himself. He made us right with him. That's right through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Ultimately, what he's saying is he gave us, through Christ, the gift of righteousness and he gave us the ministry of passing out the gift of righteousness, of telling people they can be righteous. Yep. Then verse 19 says, namely, that God was in Christ. The Father was in Jesus doing what? Reconciling the world. the world to himself. Yeah. Not just Christians, not world. just believers. He was reconciling, making the world right with him. He was given the gift of righteousness to the whole world. Yep. Not Listen to this. Not counting their trespasses against them. And he has committed to us the word of reconciliation or the word of the gift of righteousness. Right. Now, think. look at this. God the Father was in Jesus, in Christ, making the world right to himself, giving the world the gift of righteousness. Giving the world the gift of righteousness. How different is that from somebody who will stand up and tell the world, you're going to hell? 
How different is that from somebody that would do that? Doesn't line up. Totally different message. And this is the message that God's given us, the gift of righteousness. God's not holding your trespasses against you. He's made you righteous. If you will all but just accept Christ, you will be righteous in the eyes of God. He doesn't have a problem with you. He's not mad at you. That's an amazing ministry. That's good news. That's the gospel. And when we start to not only accept the gift of righteousness, but walk in that gift, everything about the love and the power of God changes. If you go on there in verse 21, it says that he made him, made uh, Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin. In other words, he hadn't sinned, but he made him sin on our behalf. Why? So that we might become the righteousness of God in him. In other words, when you accepted Christ, when you accepted Jesus, you became right then, and you can become that right now, the righteousness of God. That means that you and me and any other believer or any other person that will accept Christ can have on them, not by their own doing, but by faith, can have on them God standing up and saying, you are righteous. You're righteous. That's huge. Like, that's exploding inside of me right now. I mean, I just, it's hard to put that into words. God will stand up and tell me right now, you're righteous. I'm I'm good in your eyes, Lord. Mm -hmm. What a great revelation. And yet, how many times have we heard the exact opposite in church? So, then what happens? Then we hear the opposite. Well, you need to go get right. 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 And it's not that we don't need to change our habits and our attitudes and put down the flesh. We do. And somebody who actually moves by faith is going to move into that. In James chapter 2, it says this. James chapter 2, verse 23 and 24. It says, verse 23, The scripture was fulfilled which says, And Abraham believed God. So what was his action? His action was he believed. He had faith. And it, the belief, was reckoned to him as righteousness. It wasn't what he did or didn't do before that or after that. His faith, God said, I'm going to uh, reconcile this. I'm going to bring this to you. I'm going to bring righteousness. When you believe, I'm going to call you righteous. Yeah. That's, that's what he says. That's huge. This is what happened to Abraham. It says he was called a friend of God. But see, now here's where our part comes back in. If we believe that God is our Savior and we believe uh, and we become Christian, then there's going to be a corresponding action with that. Yeah, we're going to act like it. He says right here in verse 24, you see that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. In other words, what he's saying is, if I don't see your life changing as a result of your faith, then you need to go back and ask yourself, did I actually apply faith at all? Right. This is where 
This is where when you teach somebody just to do the right things for the right things, they move in self-righteousness. Here's what happens. They think if they do the right things every now and then that they're going to be good with God. But that doesn't mean that they ever applied faith in the first place. But if you give somebody to faith and then God says you're righteous, you're going to see now that there's going to be a change of heart, a change of works, a change of actions, and those actions are going to be proof that an act of faith took place yeah and now you can see how this works in the beauty of God you can see where the righteousness of God can start to work for me right all right now if you turn uh, back over to Romans chapter 4 and you turn to Romans chapter 4 and let's look at verse uh, 2 it says, Romans 4, chapter, chapter 4, verse 2. For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. So in other words, if Abraham was able to come into righteousness or be justified by his works, then Abraham would have, have be getting the glory for it. But he wasn't worthy of that. He wasn't able to do that. It was God. Verse 3 says, For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Here we see it again. It was his belief that credited righteousness. Right. Verse 4, Now to the one who works, his wage is not credited as favor. Right but as what is due. So when we go into self-righteousness and we just try to check a box, we do right because somebody told us to do right and we don't do wrong because somebody told us that it was wrong, then that just is like, well, yeah, you should be doing that anyway. It's not credited as righteousness, so it doesn't open the doors for us to walk into the gift of righteousness, whereas we talked last week. That gift of righteousness opens up good news. It opens up the blessing. It opens up the power of God. When I do good uh, deeds in self-righteousness and just check a box, the door to the gift of righteousness is not open. The power, the blessing is not open. We, we actually feel self-righteous because we did good things. Mm -hmm. We feel like we're doing something right. And in the end, what we actually end up being is just a hypocrite. Yep. Because we're not actually walking in the power of God. We're not actually walking in the reality of the walk that God wanted us to do. Because you're checking the box because you're trying to get something. You're trying to get a good report from God. God says, I'll call you good, just believe on me by faith, and then be empowered by love for me to do everything else. Be empowered by that love. Then, all of a sudden, I walk into the royal law of love, the gift of righteousness, power and blessing of God is released, and when I pray, something happens. Yeah. In, in verse 5, it, it, or verse 4, again, it says, Now to the one who works... His wage is not credited as a favor, but as what is due. Verse 5, but to the one who does not work. Wait a minute, God's telling me not to work? That's what he's doing. Not as the opening statement, so to speak. 
He says once you, once you believe that works will be evident and those will be a part. But right here he's saying you're not working for righteousness. You're not earning it. You're not earning the righteousness. But to the one who does not work but believes in him who justifies the ungodly. Who comes to him and says I'm ungodly and I recognize that. I ask you to forgive me, and by faith I believe in you as my Savior yeah. and your forgiveness. God justifies that person. His faith is credited as righteousness. Just as David also speaks of the blessing on the man to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. In other words, you are never going to be declared righteous by works. You think about what comes to mind is, you know, with us, we have so many people that try to live the right life, try to, you know, do this step and do that. They check the box. Yes. And then when things don't go their way, it's like, well, why didn't they go that way? Well, you got what was due. You got yeah. what you worked for. But if you would just love and be loved, you could have everything you ever wanted. And so it all boils down to love. Yes. That's why Romans, you know, ten nine and ten says, "He who believes with his heart, he's counted as righteous." It's a heart matter. Yes. That's how grace can reign, and people not have a, a license to sin, because if you truly believe with your heart. Yes. I mean, it's like, and it's it's so much more magnified. But people can understand, you know, the love of, you know, a spouse or the love of the child. You do for them because you love them so much. Yeah, yeah. But God is so much more than that. Yes. He wants to not just give us what, what you know, we can afford or what you know we deserve. He wants to give us everything. Yeah. And it just it all boils down to that. We're never going to be able to work for it. We're never going to be able to earn it. And when we do, it's not that God doesn't want to give us that. It's we tie His hands. Yes. Yeah. So we have to realize that when if we're not receiving all God has, it's probably because somewhere in our lives we're trying to work for it. We're trying yeah. to be good enough. We're trying to be clean enough. We're trying to, you know, be holy enough or faithful enough or whatever. And yeah. God just says, Jesus was enough. Just be my just be mine. That's right. Just trust me. Yeah. Just believe in me. Yeah. That's and, and, you know, as we step in, you know, we wrap up this week's episode. Next week's episode is going to be talking about how do I pray and actually see myself healed? How do I pray and see the power of God released? And we're going to be talking about that specifically. As we wrap that up, this is, a, this is the scriptures that will help open that up to you. It says in verse 8, uh, of this is James chapter 2 <laughs> I was about to tell him oh, hey here it says right here in verse 8 like where this. are we going <laughs> yeah James chapter 2 verse 8 through 10 it says if however you are fulfilling the royal law according to the scripture you shall love your neighbor as yourself you are doing well now this is tied back to where it says every part of the law is wrapped up in this commandment. Love the Lord your God with right. all your heart, soul, mind, your, and strength. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. So what, that's what he's referring to is love God with all everything you have. Love your neighbor like you love yourself. Right. Those two things, if you can do those two things, 
you're fulfilling the royal law of love. It says, if you shall, uh, if you are fulfilling the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing well. But if you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. And here's the key. For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles in one point, he has become guilty of all. Yeah. The moment that I try to just say, okay, I'm going to do good, and, and I'm going to do it because uh, this will help me have a blessed life. The moment I even get in that thinking, I start operating by the law, and as soon as I operate by the law, I know already that none of us can uphold the whole law. I'm already guilty of it before I even begin. Instantly, I fall into un self-righteousness, unrighteousness, and I basically separate myself from the Lord as far as receiving salvation in that area. And so yeah. the power of God can't flow because he's already, he's already set it up in his authority. So as we're wrapping up today, l take some hope in this that the gift of righteousness can be yours by accepting Christ right now and that in the gift of righteousness the power of God can be released the blessing of God can be released and it is yours right now to have God has said I want you to have it I paid for you to have it just believe on Jesus and you will be righteous and have his salvation in every area thank you so much for joining us today and uh, we just praise God for you have a great, great week. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.